Stephanie Laska. Welcome to the Dirty Lazy Keto Podcast. I lost 140 pounds by continuing to enjoy my favorite light beer, tortillas, and chocolate. I believe you can have your sugar-free cake and eat it too. You don't have to be perfect on the keto diet to be successful at losing weight. Your journey on Dirty Lazy Keto, it starts today. All right, all right, all right. Well, we're going to be talking about easy keto diet cooking tips for beginners. Any beginners out there? Are you ready for some easy keto diet cooking tips for beginners? If you are, please give me a thumbs up. And even if you're an advanced person who still wants some easy keto diet cooking tips for beginners, you can still give a thumbs up because I feel like I'm kind of advanced in a way, but I still want some easy tips. Um, and that is because I am a lazy person. I love to eat, but I really don't like to cook. I know, but I like to eat. So, and I want to keep 140 pounds off. So I have to kind of balance out all of those needs, right? Because I can't just eat out all the time. It would be too expensive. And I don't know what they're putting in that food. So it would be tricky for me to keep my weight off. So I want to give you some just quick and easy tips um, for the keto diet that you can do at home in your kitchen and make things simple. So as you guys know, I mean, I shared this in Women's World magazine. There I am on the cover. I've been on the cover um, a couple times with Dirty, uh, actually three times with Dirty Lazy Keto. Very, very proud. And I've had members on the cover as well. So if you're a success story, let me know because they're always calling me, asking me, do you have any more people that want to be on the cover? So if you're interested, let me know if you're a DLK success story. But I share, you know, lots of things with uh, different magazine articles and in my books. I talk about ways that you can make keto easier, simpler, you know, no cook keto, fast keto, you name it. I'm all about cutting corners. And I think that's essential. That's essential for me. I showed you my swimsuit photo there, but I'll show you my before and after photo. Here I am before uh, weighing almost 300 pounds and then getting married again to the same person, I might add. <laughs> we just redid our wedding. Um, but there I am, 140 pounds lighter. But taking all these like little shortcuts in the kitchen, it was essential to me losing the 140 pounds and keeping it off. So I want to reassure you and encourage you to get cooking because it doesn't have to be that hard. And it doesn't have to be complicated. It doesn't have to be expensive either. So I'll give you seven easy keto diet cooking tips for beginners today. Woohoo! Thumbs up, thumbs up. Yes, yes. Okay. You're like, get started already. What's she wearing? <laughs> so here's tip number one. I got seven, okay, so keep track. You can tell me which one your favorite is too. So tip number one for me is to keep it simple, okay? Keep it simple. Now, what I mean by that, you're like, what is she talking about? How simple? Just how simple are we talking about? Let me tell you. Well, I think when it comes to the keto diet, a lot of people start doing some research, they start reading things online, and they're like, okay, my macros have to be a 40%, a 60%, and then the protein, and then the fat, and then the calories have to be this. And before you know it, their plate is this cacophony of noise and complications and math problems, and they don't even know what to put on their plate. They're so overwhelmed, especially as beginners, right? And you're like, just tell me what to eat. What do I put on my plate? I don't understand all the macros. Are you with me? Thumbs up if it's too complicated to do it the strict keto way because I think it is. So go like this, take this notion and go like this. <laughs> Throw it away, okay? Let's go with that, a much more simpler method. So get your plate, all right? 
It's like being um, back at Weight Watchers. Remember, they'd always have you like drop pictures of your stuff. I'm just kidding. I'm not going to do that. But I remember going there and being stressed out. Um, I want to keep it more simple. When I look at my plate, I try to think of it as protein, one serving, just protein, and then vegetables. You're like, what? Vegetables? Yes, I said vegetables. And then some fat. That's it. Okay, so what was on the plate? Protein, veggies, some fat. Boom. That's all that has to be on your plate. You're all, okay, that's very complicated. No, it's not. I promise. I'll give you some examples. I think the problem is when people start getting into the whole like, oh, I got to make keto food. I got to go shopping and buy these, you know, keto pancakes and keto muffins and keto this and keto that. No, no, no. Let's get rid of those things. Throw it away, please. I know you can have them later, but especially in the beginning when you're just starting and you're cooking, you know, if you see things that say ketones or keto on it, get rid of it, please. Ooh, that was a big one. <laughs> oh no, things are falling. You don't need any of that stuff. Okay, let me reassure you, just normal food from normal grocery stores. Focus on just filling your plate with those options. Protein, what was the second one? Vegetables, are you listening? Third one, some fat, done. Don't overcomplicate it. It'll all work out for you in the end. I promise. That is tip number one. I know you're still like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. You might be nervous. Like, seriously, the plate? I don't know. You might need more information. And I get that. But when it comes to the keto cooking tips for beginners, I want you to just ease into it, build some confidence, and practice making some of the meals that I'm going to talk about today. Otherwise, you get stressed out and you go back to those old habits. You, a lot of people want the things in a box, right? Like we were used to eating hamburger helper, mac and cheese, you know, or you get panicked and you're like, I don't know what to make. And the first thing you do is start looking for frozen dinners. That's pretty common. Yeah. You're at the grocery store, like shopping for Atkins frozen meals. No, this is not a keto meal. You don't need the keto meal frozen dinner or boxed option. I promise there's a different way that we can do this. And it's a lot simpler. Um, because I want to reassure you guys that I am super lazy. <laughs> okay. So I want to teach you some lazy tricks just like this about filling your plate where you don't have to do all that complicated math. Okay. So tip number two, you ready? There's seven. So that's tip number. We did tip number one. Keep it simple. Tip number two is for you to take shortcuts because shortcuts are good for lazy people. <laughs> so when you're thinking about shortcuts, don't reach for the box things. That's not what I'm talking about. Instead, think about things you can grab at the grocery store that might work for you and maybe work for your whole family. Here's an example. I was at Costco yesterday and they have these taco kits. Okay. Now I, you guys are looking at the tortillas. You're getting all excited. Okay. Slow your roll. <laughs> Here's what I did. I bought this little keto friendly taco kit. It's not called that. I made it that way. And what I did is my family, my kids who eat everything and everything, they ate it all. And what I did is I ate what? Maybe you can guess. Can you see what's in here? You're right. I ate the chicken. I ate cheese and I ate some cabbage. Boom. Dinner was done. I, I'm going to call this cooking. This is a shortcut. Okay. You can call it cooking or not if you want to, but in my house, I heated it up. I put it on some plates. That's called cooking. That is number two, which is called take shortcuts. It's okay. I'm going to go ahead and skip this uh, thing at the end here. But you know what? This kind of meal worked well for my whole family. Just like some of those pre-made um, salads and stuff they have at Costco, you know, like chicken Caesar salads. Those work for everybody. 
doesn't have to be all fancy and homemade from scratch to count as dinner at my house. Um, what's another thing that you could do that is a shortcut? For me, one of them is, ooh, at the deli area and my grocery store. I know you're gonna start writing to me. He don't have that in mind. That's okay. You can make this yourself. I got these little tins at the grocery store and they were full of different low carb options that I could eat for dinner. Um, I bought a bunch of these, they were on sale. They were like, spend 20, get five off, plus they were on sale. So I filled my cart with a bunch of different options and there were things like green beans with butter. You can do that. Asparagus with some kind of fancy butter. You can do that too. This one was um, cauliflower with some season and seasonings and kale underneath. Now I was skeptical, but it was delicious. And it had some oil on it too. They also had things like steak, um, they had fish, all sorts of healthier options. Granted, they weren't 100% all low carb. There were some things that had potatoes or rice, so I just skipped over those. And I picked the options that were fast, easy, delicious, and it could be a side to go with the meal or it could be my entire meal depending on what it is I picked out. Okay, does that help a little bit? That's a shortcut example of what I'm talking about. And you can make these at home. You don't have to buy them at the store. Although the store does have some fancy stuff. But another example would be of a shortcut. You tell me, do you have an idea? What's a good shortcut? How about a rotisserie chicken? Have you ever thought about just buying one of those at the grocery store? A pre-cooked, obviously, rotisserie chicken. Don't get the one with barbecue sauce or any of the weird sauces, just a plain old rotisserie chicken. Bring that home and you could spread that out for a meal or two, right? You could even make soup with the bones if you were really industrious and hardworking and thrifty. I've done that too. Um, but it's a great way to take a shortcut that maybe could fill in a gap for the meal. Make your keto cooking a little bit easier and faster. Yeah? So tell me in the comments what a shortcut is that you use in the kitchen for keto cooking, for low-carb cooking. Put it in the comments because I'm going to pick a winner from the comments at random for a prize. You ready? Here's the prize. <gasps> So exciting. This will give you a second to write a, um, a tip that you have. Write it down. Comment. What's the prize going to be? Dun, 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 dun. It's like I'm Vanna White. Oh, it's the Get Started book. So Dirty Lazy Keto Get Started. I'm so glad this is the prize. This is the, the prize here. This is the where you should start if you're brand new and you have no idea what you're doing. <laughs> Don't go to the cookbooks. I know it's tempting because you're like, oh, I want to cook. No, no. Start here. Take a moment and just get to understand the keto diet to begin with. Get familiar with the concepts and what it means and why it works. That's why I recommend you start with this. And it is a book that I wrote about my journey, so it's more personable. It's funny. I think so. Um, and it's a USA Today bestseller. It's at your library, so don't complain. I know I can't afford it. That's okay. Go to your library, borrow it from a friend. It's all over the world. It's available in every language ebook, Amazon, Barnes & Noble, you, you name it. So no excuses. You can get it no matter where you live. Promise. So that'll be the prize for today. I'm going to pick that from the comments. Good luck to you. And let me know if that's a book you want. You can even say, hey, I really want that book. Sometimes I pick people just because they're real nice. <laughs> even if they're at random, they jump out at me that way. So remember, step number one, keep it simple. Step number two, take those shortcuts especially, you know, 
things at the grocery store, shop around. There's a lot of great little neat tricks. And then take a look at what everybody's suggesting in the comments because there might be some you can beg, borrow, and steal. So tip number three. This is mine. I have seven, right? I want you to spend your carbs on vegetables. Here's another trick, right, from the grocery store. I like to buy a lot of pre-washed, pre-prepped, pre-everything vegetables because why would I do that? Who knows the answer? <laughs> because I'm lazy and that's okay. <laughs> this is lazy keto, right? So here's an example, like washing spinach, uh-uh, that takes all day. But if I buy it for five bucks and I get this giant, ginormous container and it's already done for me, hello, look. And this is like a mix. It's got baby spinach, butter lettuce. Ooh, it's even organic. It was $5 and you have like a lifetime supply of lettuce. It's so much lettuce. But there's bagged lettuce, right? There's pre-washed or even frozen products that you can get frozen uh, cauliflower florets, frozen broccoli. Um, what about, you know, there's so many choices. What about canned goods too? Canned works as well. So spend your carbs on vegetables. That's my recommendation. Don't be tempted to go down the path of like, oh, I want to make this fancy, you know, keto, um, keto friendly muffins. Okay. Yes. Get to that later. But in the beginning, especially as a beginner, and you're trying to lose weight and get that momentum going, we're trying to reboot. That's okay too. <laughs> get focused on more of spending your net carbs, your daily budget of net carbs on vegetables. It really is going to pay off. Yes, literally and figuratively. Seriously. So that is um, my tip number three. And furthermore, if you don't like a lot of vegetables, I just want to give you a tip. Find the one you like and just eat it. Don't, don't worry. It doesn't have to be all fancy. Like, like I mentioned, the canned, the frozen. Um, and even if you just like one, that's okay too. A lot of people say, well, I only like broccoli. Well, then eat broccoli. You don't have to be perfect, right? I think that's where the lazy, the dirty keto comes into mind. It's like, okay, if you like celery, then eat celery. No one is going to tell you you have to eat otherwise. You don't have to have the special variety and the organic and the locally sourced and the homegrown in your garden. That's all fine and good. But if you are limited in your choices or you're kind of picky, that's okay too. You can still lose weight. You can still do this. Just give yourself a break. Like take a deep breath. It's better to get it done than to be perfect. That's one of my favorite expressions. Do you agree? Thumbs up. <laughs> I like that one. So here's another tip for you. Round number four. I'm trying to go fast today. Tip number four is, this is supposed to be the number one. Hopefully it's going the right way. But number one, one meal for the family. Just one. One and done. No special meal policy. Now, if you're cooking for your spouse or yourself or for kids or parents, I don't care who it is. You tell them you are cooking one meal. That is a great tip for keto beginners. A lot of them think, oh, I got to order special meals and delivery services. And oh my gosh, I have to meal prep for a month and I have to do. No, you don't. Slow, slow down. Calm down. Just make one meal at a time. One meal that the whole family can enjoy. Now, it's not that complicated. Okay, there's my Michigan accent. It's not that complicated. If you pick one protein and you make it for everybody, like we talked about a rotisserie chicken, everybody can eat something with the rotisserie chicken, right? Or for example, what if you did a beef tri-tip? You know, like a big protein, something like this, where, hello, you can barbecue this. Look at all my sales stickers. See, I'm thrifty. 
um, a pork roast, uh, any kind of roast, steaks, I don't know. Come up with some kind of meat or protein as your big start for the dinner. Think about that, one and done. And then everyone can kind of nip off this and use it as their protein. And then what you add on the side could vary. And that's okay. You know, it could be chicken. I like chicken. Chicken's very affordable. <laughs> Come on. I need a thumbs up. I'm working it. I'm working it. Maybe it's turkey. I just made a whole turkey this last weekend. 15-pound turkey that I bought several months ago at the holidays. <laughs> no judgment here, right? And I finally defrosted it and planned it all out. And then I used these fabulous oven bags. Oh my gosh, have you tried this? If you are making a big protein meal, try using the oven bags for a big chicken or a big turkey. It was amazing. It cooked it um, in double the amount of time, less mess, and the food tastes great. The turkey was really moist and everyone was really happy with it. So everyone liked it. And it allows for multiple meals, right? You can do so many things when you have a giant turkey. It's like a million and one different types of recipes you can come up with once you have that base covered. You with me? You like that one? So if you're thinking of some more ideas, please type them. Because remember, we've got a prize back here. Remember the get started prize. So I'm going to choose someone from the comments to make sure you're contributing. Um, so one and done. Do you like that concept? And what would your protein be? What's the one protein that your family really likes that you tend to make a lot? Put that in the comments. It might inspire someone who goes, oh, I did not think of that. Right? You hear all my stuff falling constantly. I know. I'm piling it up here, trying to come up with lots of ideas. So tip number five, I want you to use lazy cooking methods. Now I mentioned the oven bag, that was one, but also don't be afraid of the microwave. Isn't this cute? I wish it had batteries so it would make little fun noises. But what about your slow cooker? That's a lazy cooking method. What about your Instant Pot or your air fryer? Right, I have videos for all of those. So there's no excuses. And in fact, I will link up a video next just because it relates to this topic um, about meal prep tips in general. So that'll be coming after this, meal prep tips. Just in general, some cute little um, ways you can cut corners. But in general, that's my lazy cooking method argument because I think the Instant Pot, the air fryer, the microwave, the slow cooker, the oven bag, those are all great ways that you can. Oh, and one more the sheet pan method. These are all very lazy, simple ways that you can prepare a dinner, you know, like chopping up a bunch of chicken, chopping up a bunch of, or beef, I don't know, and then some broccoli, and then you bake it, and you get beef and broccoli, or chicken and bell peppers, fajita style. It's really easy to cook it fast and all at once. So you're starting to get the idea, right? It doesn't have to be so complicated. That's the whole point of dirty, lazy keto. So tip number six. You counting? You're with me? Which tip is your favorite so far? Put it in the comments. Um, tip number six, try to avoid at all costs. This is sexy, right? <laughs> try to avoid at all costs being fancy. Okay. If it sounds like it's a fancy recipe or it requires all these fancy ingredients or it's complicated or it takes too much time. If you are a lazy keto cook looking for beginner tips to get that success under your belt, or even if you're just trying to get motivated to get going again, maybe a reboot or a second time around, focus on the simple recipes, please. No fanciness, okay? Nothing elaborate, nothing that requires all day. You have plenty of time for that later when you're advanced and you're professional and you're 
you know, teaching the world about your delicacies. But for now, take off that chef hat, okay? Just be simple, be straightforward, be very, very, very simple. And I do want to recommend if you are needing help with recipes, I mentioned earlier, I have four cookbooks out, right? The Dirty Lazy Keto cookbooks. If you're a beginner, probably want to start with the Dirty Lazy Keto five ingredient cookbook. Why? Because every recipe, there's a hundred here, every recipe calls for only five main ingredients. There's a few odds and ends on top of that, like salt, pepper. Those don't count. Five main ingredients that you would have to like shop for. Okay. So that's the theme of this cookbook. Super easy, very straightforward. Another beginner cookbook. If you like the sound of this one, if you're kind of always in a hurry, check out the No Time to Cook cookbook. And the theme here is there's 100 recipes, all low carb, but they can all be made in 30 minutes or less. I know, including prep time. So these are more your fast cooking uh, methods and recipes. And there's no overlap between any of the cookbooks. Now, another benefit of having the Dirty Lazy Keto cookbooks, which are all at the library, no complaining, no complaining, um, all of the net carbs are spelled out for you. And that's a big deal. Because I'm sure that some of you guys have had this experience as beginners or advanced people, right? You get a book, you get a recipe off the internet, and you're like, okay, you know, I'm really into this cold noodle salad. It looks so good. I'm ready to make it. And then you have no clue how many net carbs are in it. Or if, let's say you're being more strict, you're doing like protein, you're doing your um, fat, you're doing your carbs, your net carbs. I don't do all that, but let's say you are. It's all done here for you in the cookbooks, okay? It's all here for you. And it's per serving, per serving. So you have to do a little bit of, tiny bit of math, because I know we're lazy. Like for example, if a recipe had, serves four, like let's say it had four bowls is the serving, and it was eight carbs for the whole recipe, how many would that be for each one? Can you figure it out? So eight for the whole recipe, four bowls, little tiny bit of division, what's the answer? I know, I'm trying to be able to like make it an even number. So that would be two, right? That would be two grams per bowl. That's not too bad of math. You can handle that. But a lot of recipes you'll find online have no information whatsoever. It's all mysterious and you get irritated. So I didn't want that to happen. That's why I had a nutritionist at Simon & Schuster calculate everything for you. It's all there. I know. So enough about that. I just wanted you to know about the resources that I do have available. Another tip for you, tip number seven, are you still with me? This is the last tip, so it's a good one. And this one might make you a little laugh, but my recommendation to you is to set the bar low. So here's the bar, here's the bar, here's the standard of cooking. Take it and lower it. (laughs) I know that's kind of goofy, right? Lower the bar, like lower your expectations. And I mean that in all honesty, because if you lower your expectations and you tell yourself, okay, I'm only going to cook one time this week, you can do one, one time. Having a goal that's low is very helpful when you're a beginner because you get to go, boom, check, I did it, cook once, and you are a rock star. You've accomplished your goal. And then you cook twice, let's say, oh my gosh, you are a double achiever, right? Now you're an A plus student. And if you did any more than that, then hello, you're like amazing. You're like top of the class. So I always say, set your bar low, tell yourself 
the bare minimum, especially when it comes to a keto beginner trying to get in the kitchen again, just focus on making one meal at a time, one snack at a time. Set the expectations for yourself low. It's okay to, you know, use canned chicken. Make your chicken nuggets out of canned chicken. You don't have to cook a whole chicken. You can cut corners, lower the expectations for yourself, maybe not even cook at all, but pretend to cook by going to Costco or a grocery store and putting it on your plates. I've done that at Thanksgiving, right? Haven't we all? No, just me. I've totally done that where I buy stuff, pre-made it at the grocery store and put it on my own china. I'm like, yeah, totally. Telling my in-laws I made it. Because when you have low expectations, when you tell yourself, I can cook some turkey, put it in a little Ziploc, and then for the week, um, use it to make, I don't know, keto enchiladas. I can microwave that real easy with some sauce. Or I could make a turkey salad. Or I could make my kids something simple like turkey quesadillas, right? Or even yourself with a low-carb tortilla. All of a sudden, the options become more doable. And you say, I just want some turkey with some gravy, and then I'll make mashed cauliflower on the side. Suddenly, the whole lifestyle becomes doable, easier, simpler. You're like, this is not so hard after all. And that's the whole point. You want to get that momentum. That did not sound good. <laughs> that was my sheet pan. You want to get that momentum going. You want to start cooking maybe once a week, twice a week, whatever your bar is to set. And then start telling yourself, I could even bring a lunch maybe once a week in this cute, dirty, lazy keto lunch pan. I know, right? Or my cute apron. You see how I'm trying to work that in naturally? I know. You guys have been asking me um, for opportunities to capture some of these fun prizes, and they are now available on YouTube. So very cool. And on my website. So check them out if you're interested. It's kind of fun. It motivates me anyway. I feel excited when I set the bar low and I achieve what I set out to do, even if it's just something small like once a week. I do that with exercise as well. It's very embarrassing. But usually my goal is like just to put my exercise clothes on <laughs> or maybe just to go outside for five minutes. I set it as low as possible. That way I start building confidence. I feel like I build a little momentum. I don't expect too much of myself. And then I'm always doing well. It's a good thing. It's a simple way to, to do better and to get going in the right direction rather than being like, oh, my God, I have to meal plan for a month. I've got to get... 8,000 of these little dishes and Ziplocs and meh, 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 Tupperware. That's too much. Just slow down. Do one thing at a time. Okay? It's a lot easier and more doable that way. So weight loss is possible. The transformation that you're going to begin is possible, and it happens in one step at a time, one meal at a time. And it can be a lazy step that you do, one little lazy step at a time, not a perfect step. Make it simple, make it easy, and then watch yourself lose weight and watch yourself transform your life. That's how it worked for me. That is how I went from almost 300 pounds to losing 140 pounds, which is, I lost about half of my body weight. You can do this too, and I've helped people from all over the world achieve the same results. So, woohoo, shout out to all my friends in Great Britain and Canada and Germany, Czechoslovakia, Russia, uh, Belgium. South Africa. What did I miss? New Zealand, United States. So make sure you say where you're from too, because it's fun to, to hear how Dirty Lazy Keto's affected people from all over the world. So plenty of resources to help you guys. Make sure you sign up for the newsletter. It's free, right? You're all signed up. It's free. You go to dirtylazyketo.com, enter your email. Simple. 
I'll send you little fun reminders and tips every day. And next up, I'm going to link up the video for more meal prep tips. Yes. And they're all simple and easy and extra lazy. So I'm here to support you guys. I'm here to help. I'm here to help. I know you can do it. I believe in you. I believe in you. I know you can do it. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. So yes, I can. Yes, I can. Say it to yourself. Yes, I can. Yes, I can. Well, that about wraps it up, folks. Thanks so much for listening and for being part of the Dirty Lazy Keto community. I'm here to support you. I am here to help. Would you like to be notified when a new episode drops? Sign up for my free newsletter so we can keep in touch. Enter your email at dirtylazyketo.com and I'll just send you quick notifications when something new is going on. My newsletters are free, of course, and you can unsubscribe at any time. Did you enjoy today's podcast? Do me a favor, tell a friend. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review the Dirty Lazy Keto Podcast. I believe in you, my friend. I know you can do this. See you next week, Keto Superstars. Keto Superstars.